Welcome to the Dagab Show Season 2, and here we go! And take it away, guys! Yeah! Dadgab coming back at you for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always truly, really appreciate it. I am one of your hosts, Luck, this week, along with... Mike, hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, sir. How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Good, good. We got some others with us. Who's with us today? Luke is here. Hello. Luke's back. And? Rich. How's it going, everybody? Rich is back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys later. Have fun. (laughs) And segment one. As always, you can catch us on our website at dadgapshow.com or download us wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you do both. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe is the key there. I'm just saying. Rich has not been on the show in a long time, but he's kept up with everything because he subscribes, ladies and gentlemen. He subscribes. Okay. I'm a subscriber. Hey, ho. (laughs) Hey, ho. Uh, what's up, fellas? What's going on? Uh, I just want to say we have a we have quite the array of haircuts here. Uh, just everybody's on camera. I'm just really impressed by what's going on here. I am rocking the mohawk. Yes, fully. Did have you? Yeah. Did you? Did you get the short sides? Am I seeing that right? To where it's yeah, like a true, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably the shortest. Like most of my hair has ever been. Except for on top, which is a giant fluffy disaster because I didn't wake up in time to put any product in it. Nice. And uh, Luke, you were uh, you were discussing your uh, yeah what, when I went earlier. to uh, my friend Ben, who always cuts my hair, uh, friend of the show. Uh, you know, he cut it really, really short on the tops and side. But uh, we decided to leave the back. We're gonna we're gonna see if we can bring back the mullet. No. <laughs> yes. My daughter just and rich no. man. I thought, I thought I heard, I heard that. I thought I heard Don't that. listen to her. It looks Thank good. You. It's beautiful. Bolts right, are in, man. Back. I myself also have a lush 80s-style quaff mullet going on. It doesn't really have anything in it because I was doing <laughs> yard work. But, I mean, guys, <laughs> take my word on it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is, it's fantastic. It is lovely. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful day where I'm recording. I should be doing this outside, but I'm not. I'm in my dark basement right now i don't know where you i don't know where you guys are at but it is amazing yeah, it's right. i just done yard work and like you know normally i sweat like a hog and i'm a little warm but not nearly as bad as i've been in the past you know six weeks or whatever it's amazing yep saturdays are definitely for yard work that's what uh, i was doing all morning as well so rich nice you to have- sit down and be be inside a little bit so <laughs> Spoken like a true dad now. Spoken like a true dad. <laughs> um, Rich, you you haven't been on the show in a while. What have you been up to? Uh, not much. I mean, just uh, raising this kid. He's about to be uh, one. Working all the time and shopping wow. for cars. I mean, that's about it. So mm-hmm. super exciting. All right. So I've heard a little bit about this car shopping. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before we get in the car shopping, we probably should open the beers, right? Yeah, let's yeah, do it real quick. Oh. Bless you. Thank you. Yes. All right. What is what does everybody have today? I have Not- a fabulous hams. Oh, oh, got a ham. ham. <laughs> Do your thing. Do your thing. Ham. That's hard to compete with. I don't know if I can compete with uh, that. That's uh, that's big time. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike, get yours in. I have bro science. From Little Beaver out of Bloomington. It's the only brewery in Bloomington worth going to. I said it. I've said it before. I will say it again. It's a triple IPA. Yum. And so that means it's got a lot of alcohol in it. And that, you know, always makes me happy. Nice. I like that. Uh, I have a Shiner Cosmos Reserves. It's a fully flavored hop jack lager. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That that's Lux line. That's that's gimmick infringement. Oh, I apologize. Uh, I like okay. the label on the back. It says uh, this lager is every bit as unique as the man himself. 
and our saluting of the brewmaster who started it all. I don't know. I don't know if it's that unique, but uh, it's okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, I myself have a new Glarus. This one is a nectar ale. I have not had this yet, so it's going to be a first time deal. You know, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I, have to, I'm gonna have to look it up and see what what you got going on there. I'm sure it's not a high alcohol content. I'm, I'm gonna bet it's five. Now, so, that's pretty good. Yeah, I can drink that. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm a little sad. I gotta just because I know how much it makes Glenn angry. Uh, I wish I could make it to uh, Rodell this weekend because they have an Imperial Blackberry Stout on tap Ooh. that just sounds amazing. Yeah, should we? That's should we all go? Um, you know, go right I'm now? supposed to go to my niece's birthday go? party after this, and I don't want to. So any way I can get out of that, um, <laughs> I'm 100 on board, dude. Hour, hour, fifteen drive, maybe hour if it's if it's if you go fast enough. So I I can meet you there, Mike. <laughs> right, I'll pick right. It's not an hour fifteen for you, like, Mike. I'll pick you up on the way out yeah, of town. I mean the. Br- there All you right, go. Deal. Let's actually, go. It would be the actually work better if you came to me because we're you're we're already be heading north. So. Yeah, but you're way off. Yeah, whatever. Fine. <laughs> deal. Let's go right now. End of show. No, but just right, film as we drive. We'll record right. as we drive. Uh, after there you go. after we drink these delicious beers, law officer. We're not going to drink and drive. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have already be drunk and drive. There's a difference. Right. Ooh, hey, I, I got lucky. I'm, I know, wait, are we supposed to be talking about Rich's car, though? Because I had a story about speaking of drinking and drive. Oh, and man, me getting, matter. Just go me getting it, man. super lucky. When I went and got my haircut uh, from Ben's, Ben lives out in Auburn. So Auburn's about... About 25 miles north of where I live. And my friend. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Hold on. You you want to put this out in public. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Let's talk about Rich's car. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, tell us about the car you were buying. It's a nice car. It's pretty sweet. No, uh, I've been shopping for a car now. Uh, I've had some cars. uh Two car, uh, two door cars for the longest time. So okay, what prompted? Uh, yeah, okay. So what oh, the kid. the car through? Okay, uh, the kid. You know, he's about to be one year old, so I figured it's about time to get a little bit bigger of a car. So I've been looking on and off for a year, just trying to find the perfect car. You know, low miles, right in our budget. I've been really strict about a budget, and finally, I find a car, agree to buy it, and then now I'm having issues with the dealership. So that's pretty much exactly where that's at. So. I don't know. Never buy a new car, guys. That's pretty much what I'm telling you. It's a pain. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. I don't know. I love cars, but shopping for cars is just horrible. Yeah. Now, I tend, I, t- I tend to drive them until the wheels fall off. Like that's, that's like cuz I hate that pro- I hate the process exactly. of it. Like just fine. Like I will pay to have the current car fixed. And by that I mean I'll I'll beg you and Tyler and Vespa <laughs> and Albert to fix whatever they can. Uh, until I literally can't anymore because I hate this whole process. Oh, that's that was my original plan, but you know, you get a kid, you got to get uh, a little bit more space. You know, we got I a kid, to, we got I a dog, thing. and now it's like you know, I was I got an old Mustang, just gonna drive that till it blew up, and it's still running. But uh, now I got to try to sell yeah. it. And I don't even hate the just for I don't this even guy. Hate I don't the process as much. It's it's the you've picked one out and you think you're ready to go and. You know, you know your budget and you're like, yeah. you know, I want to spend X amount of money and then they work everything out and you're good to go. And I don't like to be sold to. And, you know, so then you sit down at the finance table and they're like, OK, well, here's this. But if we also, you know, did this and this and that would make your payment this because we're going to give you a 42 year warranty and and six free oil changes. <laughs> and I'm like. No, well, but you really should buy the, at least the gap insurance. So let me get you this, and they just can't keep. You, you, they just keep trying to weasel oh, something on you, and it's just like, oh my god, yeah. this is what I will pay. So if you want to work that in for free, cool. Otherwise, stop. And I get agitated really easy with those. That's guys. the way to do it. That's the way to do it. This should have been the easiest sell for this dealership. I mean, I was already pre-approved. I already had my finances figured out. You know, I already talked to the bank. It's pretty much I just have to go there. Sign the paperwork, get the car, 
well they wouldn't send the they wouldn't send the uh the bank a bill of sale so it's just big huge thing it's like the bank's like well that's pretty standard procedure so i'm not sure what's going on over there and then it's just dragging your feet here this and that and it's just it's brutal that's crazy now you're a car guy right rich yeah, yeah. so for is it for you when you're looking at cars is it hard to stay in a budget because you like cars or is it easier or how does that work because i mean i like cars but i'm not like a car guy per se i like all the cool features that come on cars yeah you know i mean <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm, you're I'm a features much. guy i don't think you care yeah, about the yeah. car you're a features guy yeah yeah what 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 kind of cool electronics come with the car that's that's what well, i'm looking i at. mean the car i'm looking at is a hybrid which i mean i didn't go out looking for a hybrid but i mean it just happened to be one because it checked all my other boxes i wanted an all-wheel drive i wanted big enough for the family and the pets uh and i just kind of had it narrowed down to a specific list of cars and then i just stumbled upon this one so i mean it doesn't really have a lot of bells and whistles but it's just super super low miles and like i said i don't know maybe it's just me becoming more and more of a dad uh Budget was a huge thing. I wanted to stay within my budget. I always want to be right there. And then, so yeah, it just stinks whenever you, you have your car, you have it figured out, finally pull the trigger on it. And then you're just waiting. It's been, it's been about a week and some change now. So they probably got mad at you because you went little known fact that you went and got your financing elsewhere. A lot of people think those car dealerships are like, Oh yeah, I've got cash on hand. They'll give me a great deal, but they actually make more money if you finance through the dealership than if you, Oh yeah bring in cash on you i don't know if you guys want to get into financing of financing cars and interest rates but the dealership was like oh well we can help you know with your interest rates and blah 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 with the financing i was like okay looked at the paperwork and it's like 12 percent. i think my uh, bank did a little bit better than that uh by a good margin so thanks but no that's not a good rate now when when we bought our last one they actually did get us a better rate at the dealership the guy, um, it was weird uh, because he ran it and he's like, he gave us, it was like uh, half a percent more than what we had gotten from the bank. And so we're like, no, we're going to keep what we have. So we're literally walking out the door and we're in the parking lot, halfway between the door and the car to go drive the car off. And the guy barrels out the dealership door coming after us. Wait, wait. And we're. We're like, oh, God, what's going on? What's happening? And uh, he's like, I got you a better rate. I got you a better rate. <laughs> Brought us back in. <laughs> it was, That's awesome. He did. He did. Whose children are screaming? Uh, it's not mine. Uh, Luke, is that Colin's you? Colin's playing Fortnite. This is just so profound. <laughs> it's 24-7 in this house. Yeah. That's oh, I'm sorry. And here, Richie, before, uh, when we were in the green room, Mike, before you jumped on, Richie was worried that his kid was going to get grumpy because, you know, he's wasn't sure if he was going to fall asleep. And he hasn't said a sound, but my 10-year-old just screams at the top of his lungs. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, quick question <laughs> to pass around. What video game as in your youth made you angriest? Because obviously I feel like Fortnite is a thing. Where were oh, you at? Eleven seconds. Mine's a super standard one, but Goldeneye. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Sixty-four with a group of guys, four players. It was just screaming and yelling and all that stuff. <laughs> I, See, I, f- I feel like when I was playing, I would get angry when I was by myself because I didn't want to like make a fool in front of other people. I guess I don't know because I mean Green I've box. gone. So I can remember uh, I I was at college and I was playing Madden 03 and um, I literally, we had uh, cement block walls and it it was on the Xbox and it it was the, it was the, the, it was, they, they did the Madden comeback. I don't know if you guys know what the Madden comeback is, where the, the machine decides you're not winning this game. No matter, you can be up 50 to three at halftime. You're not winning. And they won. And that controller just exploded against the wall <laughs> when I struck that thing. I mean, it was in pieces. That's impressive because I feel like Xbox controllers, original Xbox controllers were like tanks. Those were hefty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I recall you getting angry a couple of times with me beating you in MVP 05. 
So it probably did happen. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, so if my anger was only half top level there, like that would have That's fantastic. I think, I think uh, my brother and I went through numerous Sega Genesis controllers too. Just like, just, oh man. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's good to know that everybody has the video game rage. It just makes me happy. I don't. I don't think I do. No, I, no, no, I don't think like I don't know. Well, I, I, I mean, I've gotten mad at a game. But see, here's my problem with video games, and this is why, like, I've never been a huge gamer. Like, I get to that point where, like, I get upset with the game because I can't beat a level, or somebody's beaten me like you know ten times at Madden or something like that. I just stop playing and I go do something else. I, I I've never been great at video games and I never like a lot of people will use the frustration to like forge through so they can beat that level. I'm just like, screw you. I'm going to go watch TV now because I'm tired of this. And I just, I don't know. I never get that upset. You don't believe me, but it's true. Wait, wait a room. You're welcome. Wait a room. Yeah. 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 Way to go. <laughs> I don't well we can't top that. And we're back and better than ever. We are down a man now. Oh, no. Rich had to Rich had to bail out, unfortunately. You know, the life Sad. of a dad. What can you what can you do? True. Um Mike, resident basketball specialist. I'm I guess so, well, I'm in, so giddy. I'm so giddy. NBA, NBA specialist. You know, that's me. Uh, hasn't Ooh. been able to talk about his support in a while. <laughs> God, you're gonna make me so mad, Luke. Ooh. You know, I haven't been able to. I just like to always remind you ahead. that college basketball is better than pro basketball. Mm, yes, and and just like minor league uh, baseball is better than uh, the majors too. Good, good okay. talk. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Go enjoy I mean, your inferior product. I mean, being that so many pro basketball players are only like 17 or 18 years old anyways, isn't it kind of like Mountain League basketball? Well, actually, they can't get in the league until they're, uh, I believe it's 19 now. Oh, 19 so, now. A, that's okay. not true. Yeah. And B... It's a it's a uh, group of guys that would uh, straight up slaughter any of the best college teams you put out there. So I prefer to watch the best. Oh, okay. In the world, I mean, I so, like football um, too. It's fun. You know what? I think you just brought up something interesting there. What if? I think because usually, if you're a, like a 19 year old going to the NBA you still need a little bit more seasoning. So it would be I think, very interesting to see a 19, like a team of like rookie NBA, 19 year old rookie NBA players taking on like, like a team of like college seniors and just kind of seeing how it would all, you know, just, just that would be, no, that's, a, that's actually a really good point. Cause I feel like also, I feel like it would depend on what like rules you're playing by. Like I know yeah, that that, yeah. that always gets brought up when you're talking about pro stuff. Like, Oh, if we played like they played in the nineties versus now, but I feel like, College basketball to pro basketball, the style of play is different. The officiating is different. The rules are different. It's a whole different game. So, yeah, like I feel like if you're playing by NBA rules versus college rules, I think that would make a big difference. But, yeah, it would probably be a fun game to watch. It would be – I think that would be an an interesting experiment. Just obviously if you're a 19 in the NBA, your potential probably far exceeds that that senior in college. However, as always, you know – the seasoning makes up for it. And we have a late addition to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute. Who is that? Oh, my God. Hey! Who is that? <laughs> he, he apparently either does not hear us or uh, acknowledge that he is there. He looks real confused, too. Um, <laughs> and there he goes. So anyway, yes. Like, uh, I just want to point out, I talked to the wife prior to the show and I said, hey, we might uh, we might talk about some uh, some basketball, and she got real excited. So let me tell you, she is much more excited about the NBA talk than the minor league baseball. So, on my side. Well, 
for for Lady Mike, I will apologize <laughs> for ruining the segment and give it back to you so you can talk about the excitement that is Bubble Ball. Hey, yeah, he's just trying to. He's he's just trying to set up some you know late night fun. That's all he's trying to. You ready? If she get more excited <laughs> yeah. about it, that's what she's trying to get it. And by that I mean we're gonna watch the Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers later. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're talking about, right? Yes, yeah, quote unquote watch. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. As I mean, it will be on in the background. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's Dame time. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, yeah. give us uh all right, so give us a quick synopsis on bubble ball as we were calling it. Yeah. Uh we don't want to know about the third string point guard yes, on the eighth seed. Yeah, okay? I know. There's that whole episode of me doing that. I get it. I got it. That was a bad <laughs> we're still, actually I it, we're, it, it was a good episode because we still talk about it. So. Right. I mean, we were finding our way. We're finding our way. Um yeah, so I I just it I think what's really interesting is you're seeing how when the crowd is taken out of it and, and the home, there is no home or away really, except for Orlando. Um, Cause that's where there are um, that it's uh, it's much more even, which I think is great. I think it's a really cool thing. I mean, obviously I, I hope this is just a one-off that the bubble thing is just like a one and done. I'd like everybody to go back to normal. That would be great, but it is a really cool thing. How, you know, I feel like you can hear a lot more, you know, with, mm. with players. And I feel like they've tried their best to try and like tamper that down because there's, you know, language and all kinds of things going on. But like, it's, it's, there's a lot of really cool things that have happened. Like when refs are giving their decision on what they've done, like that never used to happen. They're kind of talking right into a mic now. So you're hearing in real time why they chose and they've, you know, done what they've done. So it's produced some really good competitive basketball. And so also it is great that it's on all day long. So as I'm still working from home, I have basketball on TV from noon until the kid comes over, comes home from school and takes over the TV. And I think it is great. I mean, I will say that's the one thing I think is neat about it. Like that's where I, because baseball's also playing, you know, empty stadiums. I wish they would have found some more hub type cities and maybe, you know, done it something like the East, the Central, and the West. And I think that would have helped with some of the issues they've had with, with some of the teams testing positive. But it would have made it so much more fun just to have baseball starting at noon and going until like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I, I think that would have been more exciting than just, you know, you're still just trying to pick a random game at 7 o'clock or whatever. Um, and I, right. I salute basketball for right. doing that because I think it's it's really cool. Yeah, I and I, I think – the NBA has done as much as they can to try and be uh, flexible with this and, and doing things they wouldn't normally do with like the play in stuff for the, the eight seeds. Like, so like, yeah, like I, it's been a lot of fun. And as far as my bosses look at 10 o'clock, I also have on the prices, <laughs> right. And at 11, I have on Maury. So listen, I got a full schedule every day. <laughs> just stuff. I got to watch. Like it's just hey, you Maury? Know, as long as you're getting your Maury? work done, what's yes, Maury? Are you poo pooing Maury? I I I I'm not a Maury guy. I get invested. Uh, not... I get invested. I got to know. Are you the father? I have to know. I, I mean, know. that's the only uh, part of Maury that is uh, good. The, that's uh... what they do four days a week. <laughs> I mean, like one day a week. Is a it really? Show. Is it four days a week? Yes. Oh. Yes. It is. It's legitimately like four days a week. And then the other one is like, like fat babies. And you know, it's like a, like a, like a two-year-old with a, an entire like bucket of KFC chicken. Like my baby's hungry. And you know, he's just, you know, like whatever. Or there's the whole, you know, you turned your back on me in high school and look at me now. And these people that come back and like to show up their bullies, but like four out of five days, it's, it's paternity test. And I just like, it's perfect background stuff. Like I just, I just, I got that on. I'm just kind of paying attention. It's great. As somebody who manages people, Mike, you know, as long as you're getting your work done, if you're working from home, I don't care. So but have at it. We all know, Luke, what you do. We all know everybody's you, doing it. Yeah, You we all virtually move papers from one side of your desk to the other. I know you. That's what you're doing. You're, you're moving the papers from one side and moving them back to the other. <laughs> 
I'm brand you do a great job. I'm very proud Thanks, of you. Thanks, dude. But I don't even do that anymore. I manage people doing that. So there's a difference. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. if you can do that with Maury Povich on in the background or the NBA, more power to you. Thank you. Or again, Price is Right. It's on at 10 here. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's Price is Right, Maury, and then straight in NBA. Like, and then straight in the NBA. With, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I work from home on Tuesdays. And unless I have a conference call, um, I've been watching a lot of friends cause I think that's on TBS starting at like nine o'clock or something like that. Cause I don't want to turn on anything that like will distract me per se. Um, so stuff that I've seen before or sports, um, is usually a good thing. So, uh, I don't know if I would do Maury or, or yeah. the price is right, but yeah. We'll turn Whatever. on some some basketball. Um, also, can I on the basketball topic because uh, that's apparently what we're talking about here? Um, I propose a rule. Okay, all right. All right. Like I'm, I'm legit proposing a rule because I feel like this uh, a few years ago, and I'm not quite sure on how many they decided that the first round of the playoffs should be seven games. Everything should be seven, 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 best of seven. Right? Uh, I believe a rule should we be call pitched. that the Laker rule. It, Right. If in the <laughs> probably true, if in the first round you go up 3 0, the series is done. I, I believe that we should we should just set it up. They're like, listen, nobody in basketball has ever come back from 3 0. So if you're down 3 0, especially in the first round, we're done. You're done here. And I feel like this is the year to have done it because in the in the bubble, it doesn't matter. It's not you're cheating home fans out of another game and revenue. Nope. You should be done. I would support that because I never liked the the seven games in in the first round to begin with. Now, at the flip side, I wish like baseball would move the wild card to like a three or a five game instead of a one and done. But there is also at the same time a lot of excitement with one and done. So uh, I yeah, it's interesting. I I support it. Yeah, I th- I think a lot of the issue is the West has been so good for so long that like eight seeds in the West kind of like deserve more of a chance because then the the teams in the East. And so they're like, ah, oh, man, we should probably make these longer series because these are actually really good teams out here as opposed to, sorry, Minx, Orlando or Brooklyn in the East right now who've got in as, <clears throat> sorry, got a little, got a little choked up there. Um, but yeah, you know, I think the idea is that in the, uh, in the East, you know, there's some bad teams. I feel like if it goes, if you're down in three Oh, we should just be done with the series. I think it's the way to do it. So, so here's a question because I know baseball is trying to expand playoffs, and, and so is football. Is, is that a, a theory of maybe you shouldn't go eight teams deep in the playoffs if your eighth team is five hundred or not even five hundred? Uh, I think the the issue is, and this has been brought up, is not necessarily that. There shouldn't be eight deep. It's that perhaps we should just take the 16 best records. So the issue, and I think there's a chance that the NBA will bounce. So you're basically going to get rid of, you're going to get rid of a, an, an, a, you know, an American League and National League. I'm, I'm going to go baseball reference here, and I'm sorry just because of what I know better, but it would be like base, if baseball just went, we're going to give the top 10 teams a playoff push instead yeah. of right. you know and the top five in the National and five in the American League. Yeah, and and in basketball, everybody plays each other more than it happens in baseball. It's still not balanced, yeah, yeah. and you'd have to kind of like potentially mess with some of that. But there's no reason why teams like Memphis, who was, I mean, way better, and even Phoenix, and, and probably even New Orleans, who are better than the bottom two teams in the East that got in, like, it was just not really... Like it seems unfair that because the West just happens to be loaded again, that those teams shouldn't get in, even though they're clearly better than the Brooklyn Orlando situation. So why do why is the West always so much better? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's always, but it has been for probably ten to fifteen ish years now. I I think generally it has shifted. And I think you're starting to see more good teams out East. And I think you'll see another one next year because Brooklyn next year will have Kevin Durant 
and uh, at least at some version of healthy as well as Kyrie. So then you're looking, you know, six, seven teams deep in the East that are at least pretty good. Um, man, I don't, I, I don't really know why the West has been as good as it has been, but really outside of outside of Minnesota and the Warriors this year, everybody in the West was at least decent or at least could put up a, a pretty decent game. And the Warriors are usually good, but they oh. lost Durant, and then everybody's hurt, right? <laughs> Correct, right? So, so that's another team you'll have okay. to throw back into the mix. And they have the number year. two pick next year, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask. And they about have the number that. two yeah. pick. Like, really? That's right. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if they'll. Goes. I wonder if they'll flip that. I really do. I wonder if they'll try and trade that and flip something. But who knows? All right, right now, who's your finals teams? Who's your champion? I feel like. When we did this, I don't know how long ago, I said Bucks and Clippers in the finals. I'm sticking with that. And I I still think that at full strength, the Clippers are the best team in basketball. So I'm I'm sticking with my original pick. There you have it. Mike's pick for the NBA finals and the champion. And we are back, and I just heard some interest music, and we have a new person on the show, which we alluded to earlier, Woo. and he didn't make it out, but he's here now. Who's on the show now? It might be me. It might be French. <laughs> French. Hey! 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 Thunder supply. I, I could see you guys. I couldn't hear you guys. I'm like, I'm not going to talk because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, that would have been really random if you would have just started talking in the middle with no context to what we were talking about. You should have just have done like Anchorman lines, just like just randomly insert Ow, a movie quote. Ow, yeah, now exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And if I was really good at introducing, I would have done my my full Jim Ross. Like, oh my god, whose music is that? Oh I feel like god. you did when when he showed up the first time. And you couldn't <laughs> hear him, so I, I tried. I tried. Oh gosh. Oh poor Jr. Like how? Wow. All right. So um, I want to uh, get into like uh, some workout stuff here. So I had to take a week off from my workout, which I didn't like to do because I was having some knee issues, but I'm back into it now. Um, however, when I was looking up stuff and, and I'm, I'm late on all cultural things. Like that's just, that's just what I am. I'm not up to date. Do you know what TikTok anything. is? It's part of yeah, being a dad. I think part of being a dad is being late on, on cultural things. So um, I did not know. I, did you guys ever see the thing about the guy who was doing the rocks workout for 30 days? No. No. So I ran I across this. So um, this guy took what he's called what he called the rocking for 30 day challenge. So what he tried to do was he tried to uh, replicate the rocks workouts that he did. I think, but the rock did it for like six or nine months for the Hercules movie. Yeah. So I have he heard. Was, yep. Okay. Is this, he is this, I die. Like, is that the no. end of the story? Cause that would on, kill me on day four. He had a, he had a hernia that just collapsed and destroyed himself. Wow. So, uh, he, he tried to emulate and I'm by emulate or, or replicate. I mean, he, he had to do the nutritional intake as well Jesus. as the workouts with it. So like 700 so, pounds of salmon. Uh, yeah, wasn't no. he like, wasn't it like 10,000 calories? Wait, day or if more? You would let okay. Me. I pa- <laughs> hey, I'm being quiet. I'm just <laughs> laughing and going along with the show, man. I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to actively I, I just come I'm in and I ruin everything. Listen. I ruin it. So, um, basically I, he's got a website rocking for 30 days. So you can go read the whole blog. I read it all last night, but I'm kind of, I was kind of intrigued by, it, so I read it all. And, um, so he, basically the rock ate seven to eight meals a day and it was consuming. Um, uh, I forget how many calories I'm trying to pull it up now. Um, so many calories. So, uh, so he would have to meal prep basically every day. 
Um, it, it was it was approximately getting to what French was joking about earlier, like six pounds of cod for every two days. He was he was eating Ugh. along with. Um, Excuse me, what you know? Six pounds of cod. Cod. It's a lot of cod. Codfish. Yes. Cod. Yeah, okay. that's a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Um, so it was already, uh, so he would, he would have to eat that. So he, how we would do, he'd wake up, go first thing and go work out. Um, he would do his, uh, 50 minutes of cardio, 50, 50 minutes of cardio. Then he would have his first breakfast, um, at the gym second breakfast, and then he, he would then go lift whatever day it was. And it was all mapped out chest day back day arm shoulders you know it was all mapped out and then he would go eat again basically he was eating every two hours for the entire day and um doing this ridiculous workout it was it's super interesting he did he gained one pound the entire time over all of that and but he, he he said um just his body changed though. So he, he, he had more mass in other places than, than his stomach or things like that. Um, I, but it got me thinking like, first, first of all, there's no way I could do that. It's just, it's just not my DNA. And probably, I mean, there's just no way that could happen, but I bet, no, the, no. If anybody I know, I think you could, I think mean, you're the one I know who could, if you had the time, if somebody said, listen, we're giving you 30 days, you have no responsibilities. You're to eat and work out only. Can you do this? I'd be like, yeah, Luck could do that. Luck's the I guy mean, he I was know who could do that. That's he the was key, though, right there. How do you do, and that's the key. How do you go to like, how do you work out four hours a day and eat that much and still have an eight to five he's, job and take yeah. care of your kids well, and all said, that crap? He said his workouts were, so we do the 50 minutes of cardio and then the list would take him about an hour, hour 15. So about two so hours. Get up at like. He'd get up at like four, four, four in the morning. Yeah, four four thirty five somewhere around there. Schwarzenegger said he used to be in the gym five hours, but then again, he was what twenty something year old kid. What's he gonna do? Yeah. So I mean, I could do it if I really wanted to pull my mind to do it. I don't really want to. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm thinking so. we're, we're challenge luck challenge. Oh, yeah. challenge. oh there it is. Throwing it down. How, challenge. However, there were specific things that um so i could tell you what his meal plan was he'd start off the day with 10 ounces of codfish two whole eggs and two cups of oatmeal that was first breakfast second breakfast with eight ounces of codfish a 12 ounce sweet potato and a cup of veggies it kind of just followed that um however uh, the end post is eating and training like the rock for normal people to where he kind of takes that workout and does like what the rock does on a normal basis. Not when he's actually training for a role. And I find this interesting and I don't think it's that bad. And the meal prepping part of it intrigues me a lot. Cause I, I mean, I just basically take leftovers a lot of times for lunch or whatever, but actually meal prepping. I'm, I, I'm, I'm intrigued enough. I think I'm actually going to start doing that type of stuff going into this, Hold Do deal. it. I want the Otis I, workout. I'm not going to lie. So, hey, so when I lost a bunch of weight back in 17, meal prepping was like key for me. Like I would spend probably two, three hours on a Sunday afternoon and I would, uh, I would make this breakfast casserole that I would eat every morning. Uh, it was usually just eggs and a vegetable and a meat. Um, and I would throw it in the oven and I cut it up and I get like six squares out of it. And then I would grill a bunch of chicken and I would make a bunch of veggies and stuff like that. And I'd throw them in like zip gallon bags. And I would literally just take a big zip gallon bag of like chicken and vegetables into work with me. And that's what I would eat literally every day at lunch all week and I just take a piece of chicken out, dump some veggies on the thing, heat it all up and that was my lunch every day and I would spend 2-3 hours but because of that I knew this was what I was eating. I didn't deviate from it and you know, it took a while but you know, I lost like 65 pounds and then but I had to be very 
I had to be very into it because if I went into a week where like we were out of town or something and I couldn't meal prep, it threw my entire week off. And I was like, oh crap, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Discipline, discipline, discipline. It is. It's hard, but it's worth it. I I think at some point I'm going to attempt, I want to continue my workouts just because my right now are just kind of basically overall healthy fitness, working the whole full body workouts to where I think maybe it may be, and it may be this winter. Um, I, I really kind of want to do this, this rock for the rest of his program and just for a month and just try it out and see, because it doesn't look extremely hard. It's I'll give you an example. It's like Monday is the, every day you do 25 minutes on the elliptical and then you break up your lifts based upon your day. So Monday's your chest day, Tuesday's your leg day, so on and so forth. And it's, it, it's detailed. I'm a detail. I need, I need a set workout. I'm not one that's just going to go ahead and, Oh, I'll figure out what I'm gonna do today. That doesn't work for me. Right. I need a plan. I need a plan. So I, it, 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 it was interesting to me and I thought I'd bring it up and talk about it in the meal planning process and all that. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> No, uh, I, feel like there, I feel like there's so many times where we all want to talk, and that time we're like, we all just nodded our head at the same time. Like, yeah, that, that, uh, that's good. I like that. Good for you, man. Yeah, that's let, awesome. Let's do it. Let's all do it. I mean, no. Uh, like, I look, the, I'm proud. Here we go. Like, the, the dad gab meal plan workout challenge. I'm going to have to see. No, like, I'm, I'm out. Like, Charlie has to go back to school on the 31st, and then I'll start seeing where I can fit the gym back in between work and school. I wish the gym was open longer, but, you know, because of the circumstances, it closes now. Can't just pop in at midnight, get something in. Well, and like with my kids, they go back to school on the 31st, too. But right now, that means they're going to open a laptop and get out of bed. Well, <laughs> make sure they're not wearing pajamas. You don't want them to get in trouble for that. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I get that. I understand. That makes sense to me. I, 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 my wife was mad about the whole pajama thing. So for those that don't know in, in Springfield, uh, they said you'll get in trouble if you get on the zoom class in pajamas. And, and my wife and my oldest daughter were really mad, but like, let's think about the logic here. You're, you're, you're already, you know, you know, out of your normal rhythm. You're there to learn. You're there to concentrate. If you're wearing pajamas, it gives you the impression that you literally just did what I said, popped out of bed bed. and turned on your Zoom class, you know, and and if if you are supposed to be up and engaged and ready to learn, you're probably not ready to learn and up and engaged if you're sitting in pajamas. Maybe you learn better without pants. Come on. Who knows? Well, don't, don't put the camera how. down, then, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, I got basketball. Yeah, you don't know how I learn. I work in basketball. You don't know how I learn. What I do, but I don't. I don't have the camera angled down. Like, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> also, I've thankfully hit the age where my youngest kid is like 11. I, I don't think they've worn pajamas in like two years. I mean, they sleep in junk T-shirts and their underwear, so it's fine. You mean like old Hollywood video T-shirts? That you have probably, <laughs> I do, I do have it on right now. <laughs> I, I, I mean the the bringing a full circle part of this problem. <laughs> rain it back in, work out, rain it in. <laughs> Twice the hope. part of this is I have well, I have so much time right now, like that I'm not used to having. Mm. My fall is usually crazy, right? And right now I'm like, ah, uh, school's over. I can go home. I'm not going to be here for four hours. Hmm. What do I do with my time? You know, it's it's nuts. Now, conversely, about six months from now, that's a different story. But uh, so the, the, I don't know, the new workout, I'm always open to seeing new workouts and new things. And uh, I might try this. I might, well, for sure, I think I'm going to try the meal planning and see how that goes. Do it. No. You know, the other thing I'll tell you luck too. meal planning helps with the budget because like, you're like, I'm going to buy this and then I don't have to worry about going out to eat or buying something else. Cause I'm eating my chicken and my veggies and, and whatnot. And I know how much that's going to fit into the budget and 
you know, the kids can get, we'll get some stuff for them or the wife and whatnot. And it really does. It helps with your grocery shopping. It helps with your budget. It helps with not eating out all the time. It really is something that as long as you can get yourself mentally ready to know on Sunday for three hours, I'm going to have to sit in the kitchen and cook food. Once you well, get see, past I think, that. Well, I, I think I've got an advantage on that because I've got the the new pellet grill. And that thing is ginormous. Nice. Um, I mean, I can fit, uh, I would say I could fit 30 burgers on there just to kind of give you a scale of how Jesus. big it is. Wow. So, awesome. I mean, I can throw, I, I want can throw 30 10. burgers. <laughs> can we put them on pop tarts? If you want. <laughs> pop tart burger. But but I, I can easily throw 10 chicken breasts on there sure. with some veggies and broccoli and just in an hour I've got enough food for all, all the whole, you know the week or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the and for the neighbors. Sheesh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can share. You guys. Awesome. <laughs> And we are back for the always popular, ever popular, most popular segment of the show. Odds and ends. Man, I like that. It's good. I really do. It's good. And I like I, I really like even more that I can just I can picture in my head Glenn shaking his head. Yeah. Just just solemnly just with a with a with a tinge of anger that he's never going to admit, like, it just makes me. So you mad. should hang your microphone from the ceiling so you can do that, like standing up. Oh, yeah, like bring it down, Mister Kennedy style. For those who recall what that means, nobody does, and probably we're best Thank off you. with that. I mean, I, I get it. I understand. Thank you, saying. and You're I didn't welcome. have any beef with Mister Kennedy. No, I like Mister Kennedy. Well, I guess I'm the minority. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. Why is right? Well, why is there two pay per views in a row? I, I, I kind of harken back to the you know late '90s rock, you know, uh, yeah, promos that he would do. You know, I, I try good, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not good at it. Like you know, I have no mic skills. I feel like you make it your own. I feel like you make oh. it your own. I yeah. you have your inspiration, and then you make it your own. There's nothing wrong with that. There you go. I agree. Okay. Um, so we screwed up earlier in the show. Uh, <laughs> don't don't tell people that. We're, we're honest with our people. Wait, are okay? we talking about me? No. 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 We're, we're, no. Not everything's about you, French. Sometimes it's about Richie. Um, um we're 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 nothing if not honest with our audience. So uh we were we had a planned segment, so we're gonna do that now along with odds and ends. And I told Mike, if you listened two weeks ago, that he had to bring new music to listen to for us to listen to on the show. So take it away, sir. I did. And so generally what that means is this is one of the few times that I actually do some research. I know that's not my thing. We've it's well established, but I've been kind of like Tom. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and it'd been kind of tumbling in my brain and, uh, to piggyback off the last segment, I ran this morning, I ran about two and a half miles. I came home and I went, Oh no, I don't have any music yet. So I, uh, I still get, I think I discussed this last time. I still get physical magazines. I get guitar world. And so I start like scrambling through like, who's new, like what, what? And I, I mean, I spent probably half an hour. And I'm like, this one sucks. This one sucks. This is generic. I don't want this. And I was just getting madder and madder because I couldn't find anything. And I knew you were going to come to me and be like, you have music. And I'm going to, no. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. That's right. Yeah. How about I found a band? Go ahead. Is it, is it Mr. Kennedy's theme song? It is not. It is oh. not. Okay. Um, but it, it is a band called Dirty Honey. Dirty. Dirty honey. Honey. I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to eat yeah. that. It might be tasty. So let me let me first say I don't love the 
influx of bands that try and sound like 70s bands. Okay. Like, I think that's a thing right now. Like, let's have it. That is, kind it of- is a little bit of a thing. Yeah, it is. And these guys have a tinge of it. And I was immediately like, I don't know how I feel about this. Their singer like the is. The first couple were okay, but now right. it's, just, it's become a trend. Their singer sounds like a mixture to me of Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, and Axel of Guns N' Roses. And like, I feel like there's a weird like mixture in there that like, I'm very picky about singers. You know, it's a thing. I'm like, God, this guy sucks. And I was like, ah, I think I can get on board with this. So uh, Dirty Honey, I will put uh, a song or two on uh, the dad gab. But uh, man, they, they, they do some pretty good stuff. And I think musically, it's it's still got like that 70s-ish thing. But it sounds a little more rocking to me, and it's a it's a guitar tone that sounds less fuzzy and more distorted to me, and that may not make any sense to anybody other than guitar players. But to me, it's a small difference. But I was like, all right, I think I'm on board with this. Dirty Honey. So, your music recommendation for the week is Dirty Honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, Dirty Honey. And uh, do you want to throw any songs out now, or you just want to throw it on the Facebook page? Uh, I'm just going to throw it on the Facebook page. I, the, I, so oh, when I, I do, you, when I do you, this, I start looking at the ones that have the most like views first. Cause I feel like those are probably the ones that like are going to speak to me. Um, rolling sevens has 4.2 million views. And I was like, I've never even heard of these people. Um, and that's really good. There's like uh, 350. I also listen just in America, like 4 million, nothing. Yeah. And, uh, I also listened to, uh let's see what else did i let's do I let's do when i'm gone which i thought was really good so those are probably i'll put probably put both of those or at least one of them up there give it a shot like it don't tell me i'm a jerk cool. whatever well hopefully, you're, you're hopefully it speaks to you thanks you're welcome thanks, french have um do, have you heard of the band that's called the who but it's just h-u no <laughs> How anybody? No, oh, how'd they get away it, with that? Who? Like that seems like I seems I like gimmick know. infringement to me. Um, they are throat singers, though. What? What, that well, yeah, what does that mean? It sounds nasty. It sounds dirty, honey. Actually, uh, like they're uh they they're throat singers, so like they sing from like their throat, their vocal cords. Anyways, the, so that they're uh they use other singers to kind of actually have to give their lyrics expressions so to speak so they sing in the background and they play music and then they have different lead singers they have one song that i hear all the time on the radio with uh jacoby shaddix of uh papa roach and uh it's it's an interesting song i i would uh i would say check it out sometime if you have not i didn't mean to steal your thunder there but it kind of popped in is throat singing throat singing like guttural what what like, yes okay. yeah like it's very it's like visceral like uh very i i don't know i don't i don't have the right adjectives to explain is it, it. very angry i'm not i'm not that smart no it's not angry okay because well, some of the, the yeah. some of that stuff those guys start and i'm like i'm scared i'm gonna turn this music off right now oh 100 percent. some okay. of that the death metal stuff like ugh. Glenn's going to be upset with you right now. Uh, he, he, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's upset with me about something. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on a new beer now. I am. Uh, I'm on uh ale Smith, horny devil again. Mm. I like this mm. stuff. It's good. Mike. What is that? What is, what are those? It's a purple can. At least it looks purple on my screen. It is purple. Oh my God. What hey, way to come into the show and then yeah. right cover Have you what been here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a failure. Frank, I gotta like listen, I'm not I'm not trying I'm not trying to make you a drinker because if that's not your jam, it's not your jam. No, well, what but go the on. other day when the other day when you had left hand milk stout or whatever it was and you poo-pooed, I was like, No, no, I need to take French on a journey. I need I need for him to understand I, I like journey the quality of beers that exist in this world. 
I, well, I just don't. I just don't like death metal screaming. So, but I so like according <laughs> to according to to National Geographic, throat singing is a unique and enchanting form of musical expression. It's a mixture of husky chanting and low growling. That doesn't sound good at all. That sounds that sounds about right. These guys are from <laughs> Mongolia, so. Uh, uh, yeah, that's so they're problem. invading the United States, you're saying? Maybe. Um, one other thing musically I wanted to bring up, and my wife suggested this the other day. Lady Love! Um, there is a YouTube music playlist called Dad Rock Through the Ages. <laughs> and so it, it's all your greatest dad rock hits. Yes! And uh, we would love it, it's, right? It's, like it's, it's, it's perfect. It, yes, yes. It starts off with Bon Jovi, you know, and just works its way through there. All right. So I accept. Yeah. If uh, if anybody's looking for a new playlist, it's good. Just saying. Hmm. Are we getting season tickets um, to the city? Do you want to bring that up now, or do you want to? Because it's a great name. Right. Right? I feel like that's a whole segment. It's, it's a whole segment. Yeah, it's not even a name. It's. It's soccer. No one has names. Yeah, that's my point. Most of them are. <laughs> most of them are like. I'm surprised they weren't just the St. Louis Football Club. Uh, they all. Are. Would me. you rather have St. Louis FC? My new my New York Red Bulls have a name. Thank you very much. Uh, they're, they're, that's because the company owns them. <laughs> my team. Look, the no fact that you have an you M- the fact that you have an MLS team tells me a lot. I have an MLS shirt as well. I have what, a New what, York Red Bulls shirt. What's that supposed to mean? MLS sucks, okay? If you want to watch soccer, get on the internet, watch like the Premier League, watch like the Italian League, watch the German League. I will not so, watch. Says the guy weird... who watches college basketball. Says the guy no, who no, watches okay, college so, so basketball. So time out. Get out That's what it is. Get no, out no, right no, now. Get, no, no. Get out of here. No, we don't have get to out get out. Right now. Because MLS soccer is like minor league baseball, okay? That's what it is. The real people play in London and Italy and Germany and and crap like that. No one good plays in America. They don't know what they're doing. They're awful. That's fine. But guess what? I still go. I still go watch the Peoria Chiefs. I'm gonna go watch the St. Louis City play. Okay, that's what I'm gonna. No one has ever referred to it as. You're not welcome to join. Well, they are now. All right. I've never called St. Louis. Let's go down to the city, like. And uh, well, what? do you understand the reason for the name the city? One of the first the city. The first soccer no, cities no, in hasn't. America. Like, no, and it's not. Has, actually, it was, but um first beyond that, they well, multiple World Cup teams were made up of a majority of St. Louis players back in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Those don't count. So, there's a big <laughs> well, well, we're just talking about. You just said that didn't happen in history, and I just brought it up, and now it doesn't count. It doesn't happen. The, kind of like college basketball doesn't count either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for the city is, is obviously St. Louis itself is more of a regional hub because the city itself is only like 300,000 people, right? Then, then but you the call metro area the hub. Like, <laughs> then the metro area is like 4 million. So it's more uh, supposed to be more of a unifying factor of the whole region. So it's what what are those four colors? Like they got city red and energy yellow. And what what were the other two? Like they use descriptions for all the colors. I I don't know. The red, yellow, gray, and beige. I don't know. Fuchsia. I don't know, but there's, there's going to be MLS close enough to where I can go watch it and I don't have to drive through Chicago traffic, okay? That's what's going to happen. You could have always so. gone to uh, Columbus, Ohio. I don't know. But, yeah, let's yeah, do like it. I said, close enough. L- listen, I've been to Columbus. There are some good breweries there. I'm just going to throw that out. I've been there, too. It's just kind of a little bit of a drive compared to St. Louis. I'm just saying. All right, fine. <laughs> Sorry, like I got that. Get- if, the, if these tickets are, <laughs> I feel like this whole segment's been a little heated from everybody. <laughs> <sighs> it's 
good. It's good. It's all in good fun, mostly. Yeah. Except for my raging dislike of college basketball. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you just don't you, you just don't you like just, it when people actually pass the ball. That's your problem, is you don't oh, understand you what a pass get a, is. You or, can get all defense. your pros from the high school. Like, why do you need college? No, they just need to dump right into the NBA system, bypass college altogether, going into the well, D League for a the, year. That's what the the top prospects are doing now. They're going to the uh, the G League, correct? I mean, or to Australia. Like three out of ten. There. I mean, in theory, baseball's been doing that for years. I mean, you just go right into the minor leagues from high school. So, well, that's oh, you know, that's changed a lot with the uh, new analytics. Yeah, there, yeah. So. You know, a lot of. Teams are taking more college players now. And then yeah. you got the uh, well, because you can get them right. Usually, with a college player, you can get them, you know, up the system faster, where they don't need to be sitting in your minor league system for seven, eight, and years, and then you hope they're actually developed like they're supposed to. So, right, you got that right. Braves first rounder that said, "Nah, I'm going to go play in Japan. I'll be a free agent before uh, in Japan system before I am a free agent in your system, and I'll just come back when I'm good." Like. Man, this could fail and blow up in your face, but I wish you the best of luck. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I did not know that. Yeah, that something new. I mean, and he, like, he's uh, got a point there. I mean, if you're going to spend five years in the minors and then you're going to have to stuck being, uh, you know, with whatever team drafted you, you're not going to get paid until you're 30, 31. That guy's got a chance to go his, out and just do it. His curveball is amazing. Uh, I'll, it's Carter, something Carter, but. The kid looks really good, but we'll see if this is a way around. I mean, could be anything that makes well, free agency I, better. Um, I think the Japanese or, or the a lot of those teams would have to change a few rules, though, if it gets too big. Because don't they have a rule over there where you can only have like a certain amount of American players on yeah. your team? I think, yeah. I think it's like four, yeah. four, four international. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mike. Do we have a question this week? Not really. So I'm gonna I'm gonna regurgitate what I asked earlier, and I'm gonna say, what video game has made you the most angry, the angriest, whatever the right term is? What video game has just inspired rage can, in your soul? Can I give you ten? No, I want the one. I don't. I don't listen. I don't need a whole post about no. it. I want one. <laughs> I want one. I want to know what your number one is. Braid can suck it. You remember Braid? About 10 years? No, but... No. <laughs> no. 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 About 2010. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, God. You'll remember it when you see the picture. And then the angry, like, 70-page... <laughs> French, are we gonna get? Are we going to get uh, a continuation of your Mario countdown? I've got because right? we've only gone two so far, right? I, I sent you two a week ago. I have like eight from done, eight more done. Let's send send them on over. Red okay. Rover, Red Rover, send them on <laughs> over. <laughs> the list has changed a little bit. Sunshine may have gone up, may have gone down. See, no, you see, no, you can't. This was the definitive list. And now you're already changing it, and the lost levels are not that bad. <laughs> they are. I said there's no bad uh, Mario game, so maybe Mario's missing, but no one counts that. And that's not even a Mario game. That's got Luigi in it, because Mario's missing. You see? You see the title? I like Luigi. Thank you. You you probably like Toad. I never got a straight answer on that. <laughs> I said as long as it's not as long as it's not in Mario Two, Toad's okay. <laughs> Did you use them in Mario? Who was your go-to on Mario Kart? Depends on which version. Okay, I feel like it's got to depend on what, like, like you know, is it Super Nintendo? Is it sixty-four? Okay. Like, what, well, what, what? Do you have it on Switch? I do. Who do you use on uh, Eight Deluxe? Uh Tanuki. Okay. What about Super? Uh, I believe it was either Toad or uh, Koopa Troopa. Those okay. two that are yeah. on the end over there, like yeah. on the right yeah. side. It was one of those two guys. Yeah. I think those were paired together. 
Yep, I don't think anybody else cares but us, but I'm glad that we we well, everybody that. It makes me no, happy. everybody everybody loves Mario Kart. If you don't like I'll pull a LeBron. I don't want you listening. No. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I, I and, no, you can like Mario Kart and not look at listen to people. Yeah, it's fine. Or yeah. and listen people, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. i it was just a shot at LeBron. It's not a shot at anybody. I will even if you don't like Mario Kart, come on the show. <laughs> okay, before I keep putting my foot in my mouth. All right. Uh make sure you check out dadgapshow.com for the latest dad gap. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Social media manager Luke's been hitting it up good, so Luke make sure you see what he's got on there. As well, I, I can't emphasize this enough, people. Okay? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Because it's amazing when we initially post the show, we'll get you know X amount of downloads immediately, and then they trickle in through the week. Why wait? Just get it immediately. Subscribe to the show. Save yourself some hassle. I'm just saying. All right. Um, good show today, fellas. I think it was great. Uh, I'm sorry. Try better next week. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't right. go off about it soccer. It's fine. <laughs> wow. All right. From us to you. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll keep the bar still open. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the Dad Gab Show has been brought to you by the Dad Gab Network and its parent company, Dad Gab Entertainment.